Welcome to War of the Mind podcast with Lauren Johnson, your weekly dose of real-life experience for you, by you, giving listeners the chance to share their story while helping others and giving us all the opportunity to listen or be silent no more, paving the way for War of the Mind to share these life stories of struggles to triumphs, failures to promise. Here, we are all one, and as one, we can overcome life's journey towards finding our purpose. And I'm your host, Lauren Johnson, here on War of the Mind. And this is podcast episode 23.5. Uh, we got the title here as uh, Playbook to a New Life and Aspiration and Goals Moving Forward with uh, War of the Mind. So uh, go ahead and tune in and um, show will begin here shortly. Goals I'd set for just War of the Mind. I mean, we can go back to 2018. I started a list. Uh, I will. I bought this new journal and it said, I will come across new ideas for new books, blog, Milestone Legacy, War of the Mind podcast, the only one who knows the direction I'm traveling is Jesus and God. They will show me my purpose and destiny. My goals are a book, a podcast, speaking, my kids, and Milestone Legacy. And I'll explain what Milestone Legacy is um, maybe in this episode, maybe another day. You know, and then uh, the book I want to be titled Playbook to a New Life, you know, and continue marking topics and dates in my journal to have topics for the show. So I've been going back through my journals and, you know, seeing what kind of relates to where we're at for topics. And, you know, a lot of my topics go back to trauma, you know. Uh, family diagnostics, you know, grew up with suicide. Um, had three uncles pass away from it. A sexual assault to myself um, by two different people. We won't name who, but one was a babysitter. Another one was um, family um, recovery. You know, that's a topic, faith, you know, your beliefs and your um, overcoming life obstacles. You know, where your friends play into that. Um, where you can, you know, motivate yourself and inspiration. Never give up. Uh, overcoming life obstacles is, you know, family's help and your goals. Um, mine's also addiction. You know, I was a heroin addict, um, then switched to meth, and, uh, you know, and then I was addicted to the needle, and 
before that I was addicted to opiates and pain meds and drinking at the same time. And, you know, my body did not like the heroin and I kept overdosing and I probably overdosed over 20 times and, you know, eight times I had to go to the hospital um, in a coma, you know, once. Uh, during COVID and it was the scariest moment of my life and I still have the memories of fighting for my life and the hardest I ever fought and trying to stay alive and hearing people so not seeing anything but hearing people screaming at me to breathe and then I'd fade out and it'd go total darkness and you could hear a pin drop and I could see myself and you know the picture I saw was just breathtaking. And uh, then I get pulled back into hearing these people screaming at me. Um, you know, I went to, you know, high school in Eau Claire, Altoona, I mean. Um, I was born in Eau Claire. I went to college, you know, at St. Cloud State. I was very athletic, struggled with injuries and mental health, uh, depression, anger, anxiety. And then when I had my TBIs, that's when I really got anxiety and social anxiety, and they all lead back to trauma. And so, you know, a lot of this show is about, you know, um, what am I trying to say here? It's basically, you know, about... Life obstacles, um, adversity, showing resilience and trauma, overcoming trauma. And what I've done that worked for me, it may not work for you, but I'll share my story, what I've done. And don't be afraid for you to email us and share your story and we can get you on the air and share your story live. But uh, my my goal is to be able a motivational speaker in the future. Um, might have to use no cards since my short term memories will struggle. But um, this is how I started my book. It's uh, this book is dedicated to my parents, my kids, and all the professionals who helped me along the way. To all the addicts and the and people struggling, never give up. Have faith, you can do this. Introduction. At one time I was told I should do public speaking and I wrote and write a book. I was like, yeah, okay, this will never happen. Not only that, what would I write about and listening to all the professional speakers, what would I even talk about and I don't even have a story to establish let alone people that would be interested or even sit and listen as year one passed by then two years then five years and here I am and in those six years now it's been one hell of a ride full of highs and lows death experiences and firsthand. 
at, their, at first hand, nothing more realistic than surviving that near-death experience and remembering every moment of it. Well, like I said, highs and lows from gra from great childhood, athlete, athlete, a great, great in school, also wrestling and wrestling in college, giving my my you know going from being a cop to an addict was tough. Um, didn't start becoming an addict until after my second TBI. And I just recently got put on disability. Um, they tried blaming, denying me of my disability because I was an addict, but yet I was never an addict before my t second TBI. And it sucked, and I had to fight, fight, fight for it. And I'm just so grateful I finally got it because now I can, you know, not need to borrow 10 bucks from my parents or my wife or friends or I can, you know, get a place and support my kids. And I get back pay on all that, so I definitely will have money to pay for my daughter's wedding when she gets to be old enough. And, uh, you know... From being a cop to an addict, yes, folks, it's possible, and it's proof addiction can take over anyone. Um, cops are humans. Now as a recovering addict, my goal is, you know, to help someone, even if it's a person I was able to, you know, help or save them, I would fail. I did my part. Now, seriously, I'd pray you'd help. I'd help you way more than just one person. Um, currently, you know, my wife is also a recovering addict in nursing. Um, also, she's been working in the nursing field. Uh, well, have been working on, you know, our podcast. She kind of stepped away from it. It's been more my baby, and, you know, I'd started the War of the Mind before, and, but we always had this goal of Milestone Legacy, and basically a retreat center for people that have addiction and, are clean, but they're on the verge of, you know, having a breakdown or needing to go somewhere um, before they use or they have their cravings and they want to go need a weekend away. And that's what we want to start. Um, that's still in the works. Many of us feel like, you know, we are all just here on Earth taking up space. I have my days at my darkest hours where all you can see is my footprints are in the sand, walking towards the ocean with myself being invisible. On the other hand, at the brightest hours, I feel like I'm that bright star in the sky on a clear night. 
so many times we go through life thinking what happens to someone else doesn't happen to us or we are are also or we are the only individual having the struggles we are tend to believe that somebody else out there is going through something worse at the young age of 39 you know i'm finding that the struggles keep coming and just pray i learned something from each one that will help me fight through that through this next fight i have you know probably losing my wife and getting my second divorce could be detrimental to me it uh, it kill me um I understand she's an addict. I understand people don't want us, you know, together because they think we're bad on each other. But what people don't know is they only see a third of our marriage and or hear about it when the domestic happened. They don't know about the other two-thirds of our marriage that was amazing when we were sober and we met sober um, it wasn't all using because we didn't have the money. And two-thirds of our marriage was sober. And then we got in our car accident, and the car accident, I feel like, took so much away from our marriage. Um, you know... Everybody wants, I'm in treatment court and they're pushing for it, you know, they're having a no contact put on us, trying to keep us apart and all this, and I see them do it to other couples and I just, I really struggle with, you know, the fact that I can't make my own choice in my marriage. And if I want to leave her for what she did to me, then that's my choice. The courts and POs shouldn't be dictating my marriage or the DA's office. You know, that's that's totally separate personal life. Other than if, you know, she gets in trouble and arrested. Then, but when it's dropped, the no contact by the judge... And then the PO just puts it back on and says phone time only. And then because I tried proving a point back in the day that she wasn't the reason of my use. So I went out and used. And then they put on total no contact because they think that she pushed me to use. And they're making her out to be like this monster that she's not. And... I hate it, and they don't see how sweet of an individual she is behind closed doors when it's the two of us or us and the kids, and it's hard when people judge and they don't know who somebody really is, you know, just like her family judges me, yet, you know, I got introduced to the drug world by my wife. 
and I know people are mad about that, but it was only a matter of time. I was already popping pills like they were Skittles, and I didn't. I had a prescription for them, good insurance. I didn't have to pay for them. So like, the heroin was just eventually going to happen when I got cut off my pills, and you know. They can try right now and keep us apart, and that's fine. But they can't keep us apart forever, and we'll make it. And we'll prove them all wrong when we both are staying sober. And 10 years down the road, have Milestone Legacy Retreat, and we're both still clean. And... I know I will be, but if I've, I've, I know if I told her if she can't, I'm gonna have to leave her because I can't relapse. I can't go backwards because I'm not jeopardizing losing my kids again. You know, I didn't really lose them. I just didn't go back and get them because I didn't want them around the heroin when I served it. I know they're probably mad at me. I get mediation here next month to get them back, but I know I made the wrong choice by getting on heroin, but I don't regret not going and getting them and not exposing them to it because they would have been traumatized for life and they don't need to see dad overdosing or dead or doing needles and stuff like that. And I hope one day they understand how hard it was and how much I miss them, how much I love them, and think about them every day. And, you know, I'm tired of their mom making me out to be the monster. And when I bet you she hasn't given them any of the cards I send up there or letters or anything. And she don't even let the kids call me on Father's Day, and it sucks because those kids were my life, and I would have did anything for them. And, you know, it's just another obstacle in life, and I just keep have to keep fighting, and it just proves, like, one thing leads to another. So me having to stay sober... Helps me get my kids back. Me getting my kids back brings joy to me and keeps me from wanting to use because I have what I want. And, you know, too many people give up too quick. And it's your host, Lauren Johnson, and it's episode 23.4. Um... Yeah, so I appreciate you listening, and I pray you come back and download more episodes and, you know, tell your friends about us and get them listening to our show so we can get our ratings up and more downloads. I really appreciate it. And thank you for listening to another episode of War of the Mind podcast episode 23.5 23.5 and uh, go ahead and check out our website ljvoiceproject.com you'll, check, you'll see on there um, if you put the slash podcast 
at the end of dot com. Uh, two episodes or two uh, podcasts are on there. Both of them are ours. We produced uh, Limitless and War of the Mind. So don't be afraid to check them both out and then spread the word, share them. And I look forward to having you as a listener next time. So watch for next episodes on War of the Mind and Limitless Journal Podcast. Thank you. And I want to thank you all for listening to the show today. Uh, <clears throat> I appreciate all the views. And um, just go ahead and don't forget to share with your friends and family. And and don't forget to like us on Facebook, The Voice Project. And we're also on Twitter, at LJ Voice Project. And we also check out our email. Um, our website is ljvoiceproject.com. Email is contact us at ljvoiceproject.com. Or we also have Lauren, L-O-R-E-N, Johnson, at ljvoiceproject.com. Um, yeah, we're also, also on Instagram. All of those, I mean, just write us on um, on our webpage, and we can easily get back to you. Um, you know, just leave us a phone number, our WhatsApp uh, phone numbers on there as well. So. Feel free to contact us. We're always available and free to answer. So I really hope to hear from you soon.